Good day, everybody. This is Brandon with 238 Media. I just wanted to make sure I took some time to let you know about this great tool that helps me to keep my podcast moving at a really good rate of production. This tool is Anchor by Spotify, and it is probably one of the easiest ways to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record your podcast right from your phone or computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a host of other options. It's everything you need in one place to make a podcast. And best of all, it is 100% free. So, hey, let me know what you think. And as always, it's the whole gospel to the whole world by the whole church. Hey everybody, this is Brandon, and I'm reaching out to you today because I want to do a review on some of my thoughts concerning the song that has received a lot of criticism as of late, especially from those of us who intersect uh, with other various forms of the Pentecostal world, namely the Trinitarian Pentecostal expressions. And in this case, uh, it would be the Pentecostal expression in the form of the churches of God in Christ. And I can say as it relates to an organization, probably of the Trinitarian flavor outside of the one I was raised in, I am most familiar with the Church of God in Christ, uh, not only personally, but from, from a family standpoint. I have family who are licensed ministers in the Church of God in Christ. I've been to the convocation in Memphis twice. I got to hear G.E. Patterson preached the last time before he died, uh, which was in 2008. Uh, so I've been around the Church of God in Christ. I, I, I've been around the Church of God in Christ so much to the extent that I can even sing the, the song, the theme. I don't know if anybody want to hear it, but, you know, uh, this is the Church of God in Christ. So it is very interesting to me because growing up, I grew up around the Kojic folks who were very conservative, uh, more of the old school Church of God in Christ, like, you know, really uh some probably would describe them as holiness fanatics, which, in my opinion, I don't think is a bad thing. Uh, but, you know, as time goes on, organizations have a way of um, evolving. Some would say I call it backsliding. <laughs> uh, but, you know, uh, the Clark sisters, as much as I like their music and I like them as uh, individuals, they have always been a liberalizing force within the Church of God in Christ, in my opinion, because of their not only music influence, um, the prominence of uh, some of the positions they hail. Uh, my personal opinion, even in the, I think it's the the Holy Convocation in 1988 or 89 when Francis Kelly was preaching and she was talking about the acts of these uh, recording artists. I think it was around that same time period. Maddie Moss Clark got in trouble for actually uh, singing at the Grammys, a worldly event, which people are like, oh, that's so strict. But I mean, well, I ain't going to get into that, but, you know, but needless to say, it's kind of like, you know, every generation goes a step further. <laughs> it, it, it seems like this is going to be even more true when examining this instance. And the point that I'm going to make today is over the song called Church Girls. This has been recorded by a well-renowned singer by the name of Beyonce, or as some officially call Bay. She has gained the permission of Twinkie Clark to 
use a portion of the song that she entitled, I think it's from 1981, In the Holy Will. And some may say, hey, well, what's so bad about that? She's using uh, church music. Maybe she's going to say something that will um, put the church in a positive light. Well, she did write a song about church girls, uh, but it wasn't probably something you would want your mother or sister imitating. Some would see these lyrics as a form of sexual liberation, but I see these lyrics as a form of sexual um, deprivation. Now, the song starts off in the holy will, uh, as some of us are probably familiar with, you know, how the song will go. But Beyonce takes the lyrics and she goes a little bit further uh, by making it as one uh, columnist would coin it as a thought anthem, which or a twerk anthem where they, you know, kind of just promotes un, un, ungodly behavior. Things that could be interpreted as uh, being sexually promiscuous. And again, all the detractors are like, oh, you're so religious. But I mean, what's so just shocking to me is that you have to understand that Church of God in Christ, even though I disagree with them doctrinally as it relates to the Godhead and uh, the soteriology, they were a holiness church. And it's interesting to see the backlash that Bishop Wooten has received for just simply getting up and preaching what they've always preached, uh, which was coming out of the world. At least they used to preach. I think most folks who've been around Cody lately know they don't really preach much of anything. Interestingly enough, I mean, in the black Pentecostal world, the church of God in Christ has always been more the wish washy holding his people. Uh, now, you all you had some folks who were very devout and Kojic, but you had a lot of folks who just they they weren't as strict as the majority of the other black holiness churches, but they weren't as liberal as like the black Baptists. So they were kind of like a safety transition organization to me. <laughs> Pentecostal transitioning. Uh, but yeah, it, it's fascinating to watch the reaction. And again, I watched the video of Bishop Wooten and uh, I don't see what the man said that was wrong. Now, of course, some would say that this is some of his comments are spurred on by political uh, ambitions, namely against Bishop Sheard. But I would say, number one, Bishop Wooten has a reputation for saying what he wants to say before this. So if this is the case, that'd be Bishop Wooten say what he wants to say all the time. So I don't really see how this would be anything different. Or I don't really see why anybody was shocked that Bishop Wooten really just took time to express his opinion. Because one thing you can kind of count on is that Bishop Wooten is going to tell you what he is, in fact, thinking. Now, I don't know if that is part of the case, because people can use good doctrine as, you know, arterial motives. I believe even the Apostle Paul talked about some preaching Christ for this reason, some preaching Christ for that reason. Um I'm not sure because I am not as well connected to the Church of God in Christ as current events as I used to be. But I mean, I don't put it past. Maybe so. But what's of really um, special importance. And and again, maybe Bishop Sheard has spoken out on this. Maybe he's addressed his sister-in-law publicly, which I could definitely understand how touchy that would be. But... (laughs) As being the senior bishop and it's your sister, that's just not a good look. And I know it's not all about looks, but technically she is, from my understanding, Twinkie is a licensed evangelist in the churches of God in Christ. So that would mean very that she's one of your people. So I wonder, is this going to open up the door for just the 
flooding of collaboration with secular artists. And and what really kind of irritated me, and as much as I like Dorinda Clark Cole, because Dorinda Clark Cole is a preaching machine. I mean, she can, you know, Dorinda can preach. She's very churchy. But she got up and I guess, uh, you know, she wanted to address and like, you know, leave Beyonce alone. I don't think anybody was really messing with Beyonce because Beyonce's in the world. That's kind of what people expect. The issue is that Twinkie was collaborating. And my thing is, I don't know, it just makes me look at Dorinda Clark some kind of way. I mean, to me, it seems like the Clarks are more in love with being friends with the world than standing for true holiness. I know a lot of people ain't going to like it because I'm calling it what it is, but I don't know. It makes me not really want to hear them anymore. As much as I like the Clark sisters' music, I think it was very compromising. I think it was very um, liberally said, well, maybe Twinkie didn't know she was going to use it. Well, shame on you. You should have asked how she was going to use the music before she did. And Jesus said it this way. If we are friends with the world, we will then become enemies of God. The Bible tells us not to love the world, neither the things that are in the world. And I'm just I don't know. I'm just I'm just trying to wrap my head around this and and be honest. I really had a lot of apprehensions as it related uh, when Bishop Sheard became the presiding bishop of the Church of God in Christ. I just knew this was going to be the Clark sisters uh, rerun special for, for the next four years. But I don't know. I'm just not very impressed as far, especially, like, you know, looking at how gaudy uh, the senior bishop's inauguration was. And from what I understand, they had to raise an offering uh, because they wouldn't hit budget for aim. The Church of God in Christ, this is my problem with them. They've been here a hundred years. They don't have anything to show but a bunch of lawsuits. Um, no, I mean, they got Mason Theological Seminary, which is an interdenominal, but I mean, it's, that's, that's not real. Everybody knows that. And the stuff they focus on, the pageantry and the pomp and circumstance and the grandiose of the grand old Church of God in Christ. To me, it's, I don't know, it's just an embarrassment to Pentecostalism. And to quote Bishop G.E. Patterson, if a lot of those folks who were the, the luminaries of the developing organization could come back and see how their organization has been derailed by such, uh, uh, how can you say, complacency as it relates to holiness. I think those folks will run you out. But, you know, these are just my thoughts. Just trying to figure out how I feel about this, because one thing that really gets me is that because even though the Church of God in Christ is an apostolic, they're not oneness. uh, As it relates to African-American cultural Pentecostalism, one cannot deny the cultural leading uh, influence that the Church of God in Christ has had on the African-American community. I don't think it just can be denied as it relates to what is considered in many instances, African-American Pentecostal culture. Uh, the church of God in Christ has been the, the trailblazers of much of this. So usually if you want to see what's going to happen with the black Pentecostal church, I mean, look at the way the church of God in Christ is going. They got all the, the priests, uh, ecclesiastical garments. Then we got all the priestly, uh, ecclesiastical garments. I mean, we just, it's always been monkey see monkey do. And, and part of this is because they have been on the forefront of much of, uh, you know, social type things. But I don't know. Do you think the church of God in Christ is going down the drain? I do. 
Uh, I think a lot of it is already there. You know, the organization is in a bad place. Like when you got convocation and I know it's preachers in Mississippi, they don't allow their churches to fellowship uh, with the international body because they're afraid they're going to bring that depravity back home. I think if Bishop Sheard has gone along with this, shame on you. I think the Clarks defending the usage of the lyrics of Beyonce in this song, I think it's just I just don't think it, it pertains to the things of God. Let me let me read a little bit of the lyrics. Um, it says, I've been up, I've been down. I uh, feel like I've I moved mountains, got friends that cried fountains. Oh, I'm warning everybody. As soon as I get in this party, I'm going to let go of this body. Now, this is the same lyrics that are playing while uh, the song is going forward. I'm going to love on me. Nobody can judge me but me. You see how that spirit of worldliness and lawlessness is just permeating through the music. I was born free. I drop it like a thotty. Drop it like a thotty. I said, now pop it like a thotty. Pop it like a thotty. You bad. My seed. Now drop it like a thotty. Drop it like a thotty. Church girls acting loose. Bad girls acting snotty. And you got. Twinkie Clark, I mean, the queen of the B3 Hammond organ. Yeah, you know, she's just a fan of my music. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just, I just, I just, I just think Kojic is a joke. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, and especially what I don't like is even if Bishop Wooten had these political, how can you say, aspirations, the fact that he's getting such a backlash, uh, <laughs> Over something they all preached so energetically. And I wonder would she be getting, you know, Twinkie be getting this, you know, this slap on the wrist or just being passed over if she wasn't Senior Bishop's uh, sister-in-law. You know, position does have privilege. Please don't fool yourself. This is, I don't know, it's just very irritating to see the way things are going. But hey, I would like to know your your opinions, what you think is going on. Please uh, rate, share, subscribe. Also follow us on Club. Follow me on Clubhouse. Make sure that you uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. We're about to break that a thousand subscriber um, ceiling. So, hey, I really would love for you to be a part of it. Uh, and hey, let me know what you think. I'm going to put some questions in the uh, chat below. Let's get a conversation going. Uh, hey, and remember, as always, it's the whole gospel to the whole world by the whole church. The Lord bless you in Jesus name.